You're listening to Rowan Radio On Demand. Download more podcasts at rowanradio.com. The following program does not represent the views or opinions of the staff or administration of Rowan University or Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. Please join me in welcoming Dennis Poland to speak to us this evening. You know, when Ali and Tony first extended the invitation for me to do this, my first thought was, well, who canceled on me? (laughs) And my second thought was, you know, it is truly a privilege to be standing before you today. You know, I, I find myself very excited because I don't take lightly the significance of what has brought us together. I know that many of you have made miracles happen in order to be here. I only wish my daughter was here to hear that introduction. You see, I've been trying to convince my two kids for the last 15 years that I was a big deal. (laughs) And in my daughter's wisdom, you know, they're not having it. This past Christmas, she gave me a sign that says, I'm kind of a big deal to put on my desk, which of course I did. And I tell you that, and I share that with you today because you are a big deal. You've studied, you've sacrificed, you've you've dreamed, but more importantly, you have arrived. Graduation day. Perhaps one of the most monumental moments and milestones in your life. A big moment, a big deal. But this evening, it's also my desire to shine a light on some other moments, the -the on-the-way moments, the challenging moments, the moments in between the big moments. I like to reflect on all the little things that happen along the way to the big things, all those in-between moments, the seemingly insignificant ones and the surprisingly impactful ones that shape who we become, the real you, and how you're going to show up in all of the ordinary moments in between and in all of life moments. You know, for much of your lives, there won't be a stage There won't be a celebration. There won't be an audience. And thank God there won't be a speaker like me. My question is, how will you prepare for those moments? How will you show up? You know, there's also a small business card sign that I keep close to me as a daily reminder. It says, be fearlessly authentic. You know, people often wonder if the fearless part means not having fear or not being afraid. And to that, I say no. You know, there's plenty of moments that scares me, just as I anticipate that you will face many of them along your journey as well. My note is not encouraging me not to be afraid. It's motivating me to not be afraid to be myself. Being authentic 
happens when your words and your actions consistently match who you are. It's about making decisions and pursuing avenues that align with your values and your beliefs. Sometimes being authentic, let alone fearlessly authentic, is not as simple as it should be. It requires focus, which is why my card sort of serves as a clue, as a reminder to think before I act. I know many of you may be, be thinking right about now, well, if I'm not going to be myself, then who? You know, it's very easy you'll find to get caught up in who you think you're supposed to be or to try and emulate someone that you think has it all together or even to maybe compromise some of your uniqueness to fit in. And it's easy sometimes to let fear or the thought of being judged or rejected keep you from expressing your authentic self. You know, um, I mentioned my kids. We have two kids, a, a son and a daughter. When, when our son was growing up, I would often talk to him about the importance of standing out and not sticking out. You have to find that balance between staying true to yourself and acting in a way that respects the situation in any given moment. For example, I happen to like skulls. Yes, skulls, as in skeleton heads. <laughs> you know, aside from what I think is a fun fashion statement, <laughs> you hear these folks laughing back here? They're also a reminder. They prompt me to be present in the now because tomorrow is not a given. They also remind me to have a little fun and not take myself too seriously. Liking skulls doesn't mean that I dress in skulls from head to toe and show up at our corporate office because even though I would like to, there's a dress code, and there's an expectation that my presence is for a greater audience than just myself. So I try to balance my passion with my profession. Am I denying my authentic self? Or rather, am I simply adapting to what the situation requires of me? I'll let you in on a little secret. Rather, it's a ring or a bracelet or the lining of my coat. Just about every single day, there's a skull on me. It's a fearless reminder of my authentic self. And guys, I will tell you, it's amazing what happens when you get clear on who you are and what matters to you. You begin to build a life that fulfills your passion, and it brings you joy. You find yourself being on purpose about being present. You see, every once ordinary person who has achieved extraordinary things in life understood the importance of here 
and now. They know that the only moments that truly matter is the present one. How we show up and respond to what and who is before us, that's the real deal. And that's not to say that we don't think about and learn from the past, nor does it mean we shouldn't dream about and plan for the future. I know some of you in this, this moment, during this big ceremony, are relieved that your studies are over, that your days of reading and researching and taking tests are behind you and your real life is about to begin. Well, I'm here to encourage you to remain a student. You see, because I think the most successful people are the ones who are receptive to new knowledge, to new perspectives, the ones who take time to invest in their personal and professional development, their pursuit of betterment. You know, as I was growing up, my mom used to always say, be better than today. When you're learning, you're growing. When you're growing, you're truly living. You know, speaking of growing, um, Dr. Hoosman, as well as, as Dr. Lohman mentioned, the relationship that we recently formed. You know, it's an exciting time. This, this, the creation of this new affiliation, which created the College of Medicine and Health Sciences, I think collectively, we have incredible aspirations to create medical, nursing, allied health professions, and this whole research ecosystem where every experience is a sense of belonging, where we have team learning as well as practicing as our norm. It's our way of embracing the present. It's the opportunity to be better together. We're preparing for the future of healthcare by reimagining how things are today, how we learn, how we learn together, and how we keep on learning. I think it is truly an exciting time. But I would encourage you to be humble in your careers. Show up with questions and a willingness to learn. Don't act like you know everything already, because you don't. And for the record, neither do we. You know, in fact, most people in, in my generation are a little intimidated by you. You know, we, we, we weren't around with, I don't know, all of the digital or the digital technologies and the, the crowdsourced solutions. You know, in fact, most of us don't want to look dumb in your eyes. You know how I feel when I have to ask one of my kids what a QR code is? Or how to airdrop or air dump a photo? I still don't get it. But the truth of the matter is, all generations can learn from each other. Truth be told, I think I was the very last BlackBerry user on Earth. And I still have it, and I refuse to get rid of it. My point is, commit to discovering something every chance you get. Don't settle what your formal education brought you. Let that just be the beginning.
So you might be saying right about now, okay, I can work on being my authentic self. I can focus on being present. I can keep my learning streak alive. Will that be enough? Doing good and achieving extraordinary things during those ordinary days, seemingly ordinary moments, have a lot to do with lifting up others. Caring about others and the greater good. Being part of societal solution. Focusing on making a difference. You know, I often tell people, between our two kids, one wants to run the world and one wants to save the world. And I try and encourage, encourage each of them to be their fearlessly authentic selves while appreciating the need for both confidence and humility. And, and I think our son took the confidence part a little too seriously. When he was a junior in college, he um, sets me down to tell me about his life's plan. He said that he was going to finish his undergraduate degree, go straight through, get his master's degree, then he was going to be a hospital president. And I'm looking at him scratching my head, and he looks me just dead in the face. He said, but dad, how difficult can it be? You do it. <laughs> that brings me to humility. <laughs> you know, and humility, by the way, is not thinking less of yourself, but rather thinking of yourself less. It's a big difference, and quite frankly, it's a big deal. Humility, kindness, treating people with respect, they're human qualities that transcends greatness and fills all of those little moments along the way with purpose. And purpose is what gets you out of bed. Purpose makes you start. Purpose makes you prepare. Purpose makes you do extraordinary things in the course of an ordinary day. So align your words and your actions and move a cause forward. Lift a person or a community up. Start where you are with what you can, but by all means, please start. At Virtual Health, I have the privilege to lead and walk alongside 14,000 incredible, extraordinary people whose stated purpose is about being here for good. It guides and permeates every decision we make, every action we take. Please, find your purpose and allow it to light your path. Now, I know at this point, you know, you've heard this advice before, but it bears repeating. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Change, challenge, unexpected outcome, new technologies, difficult relationship, uncompromising people. They're going to happen no matter how much you plan and how you prepare. No matter how fearlessly authentic you are or how much human kindness you share. I could easily tell you that I've spent the last two and a half years as as uncomfortable as I've ever been. Navigating a global pandemic as the CEO of a major health system without a proven playbook, with more questions than answers, with days of despair when our best efforts didn't yield the intended outcomes for those we were caring for. 
It's been humbling. From scouring the globe for whew, personal protective equipment, trying to make sure that our caregivers were safe, to making heart-wrenching decisions to restrict families from their loved ones during their most vulnerable times. There's been many challenges and emotional moments. I, of course, felt a deep responsibility for the health and well-being of our team and of our community. I was uncomfortable because I was never sure what the next day would bring. I was uncomfortable because I was never sure of my decisions. Every day brought a big deal moment. Not the shiny kind like today, but yet I dug deep into my fearlessly authentic self. I stayed present and I stayed deeply focused on others. I used my voice to speak for, out for vaccines. I used my position to stand up for vulnerable members of our community who needed to see someone like me. I stayed open to learning from others. I got comfortable being uncomfortable because that was the way forward. So I'll give you a little heads up. With certainty, there will be uncomfortable moments. But know this and still keep challenging yourself. Do things on purpose that takes you out of your comfort zone. Take an interest in people and in things that are unfamiliar to you. Exercise your uncomfortableness. Those experiences will teach you things and help you build your personal and professional resilience. Uncomfortable moments can also lead to failure. And failure, as you know, is just another word for lesson. It's a stepping stone to something better, a building block to add to your life experiences. And I know that you will evolve and become a better version of yourself. While it's certainly not our intentions to fail, but it's a reality, one of the real deals of life. So embrace those messy moments and keep on going. Now, if I was one of your favorite professors or even a motivational speaker, I'd probably have some important words of wisdom for you right about now. This is the part where I'd say something like, life is not a sprint, it's a marathon, so pace yourself. Or I'd say something like, don't treat life as a dress rehearsal because you're always on stage. But the truth about life, that is truly up to you. Yours to write, yours to shape, yours to find the big deals to celebrate and the little moments in between to appreciate. You don't need to set out to do extraordinary things in order to have an impactful life. Be intentional about putting others first. Make the time. Surround yourself with people who enable you to be the best version of yourself. Learn from people who think differently than you. Take time to be grateful. For as gratitude that will comfort you when you experience setbacks, uncomfortable moments, 
or dare I say, failure. So, in closing, always be yourself, unapologetically, fearlessly, authentically, because that you need to remember is that authenticity is a big deal, the real deal. How you show up in the small moments, what you think, what you say, what you do, they all add up to you. During the time you have in this world, in a world where you can be anything, be you. Wear your skulls or whatever makes you smile because they remind you of you. Be true to yourself and to others. The world needs the real you. And you, my new friends, are a big-ass deal. Congratulations. Congratulations.